Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Hopefully you are enjoying your day. We certainly appreciate you being here so much. And uh, we bring in now our guy uh, on uh, the all-knowledgeable that is when it comes to uh, our friends in the fantasy football world, Paul Charchi, and now join us on the hotline. Charge, how you doing, pal? Well, I'm amazed you're talking anything but bucks right now because that's uh, that's kind of a big deal. Wow, it just it, it was a stunner to say the very least. Yeah. It was something that a lot of people thought would happen, or, or put it this way, a lot of people were hopeful it was happen, it was going to happen. But you kept thinking to yourself, "There's no way. That's that's not no gonna way." Happen. And then right. lo and behold, it did. Right? Yeah. I mean, was there was there legitimate talk in Wisconsin that that trade was going to go down? And because nationally, Milwaukee was not on radar. I don't believe that I ever saw. Well, Milwaukee was. Uh, I think they were being considered. I don't know if Milwaukee was being considered in the sense of a for sure thing, so to speak. So uh, I. Yeah. For this to happen, and and you know, I know Jimmy Butler's you know taken to social media saying the NBA needs to look at tampering and such, but it's like, look, uh, he said he wouldn't mind playing with Giannis, and uh, lo and behold, the Bucks got it done. No, uh, you know, and Jimmy Butler, go cry me a freaking river, dude! Engineered his way out of Minnesota and left my team in shambles, and oh, now now he's upset that there's you know that there's great rosters being built without him. You know, that guy can suck it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I miss the old days when you just got drafted, you played where you played, and you did the best you could, and you either won or you didn't. In today's day and age, it's like the orchestration of I need to go to this team, I need to go to that team, mm-hmm. I need to be on a team that's going to give me what I want and make me feel secure. That That's somewhat bothersome, but I understand it. Yes. it's No, it's very bothersome, Bill, because, you know – and I'm, I'm stuck in Minnesota. It's where everybody leaves, right? You know, all the good right. players leave here. You know, but players engineering their own superstar teams all the time is it leaves, you know, teams like mine. I feel like, you know, on the day we tip off on whatever, November 3rd, we're mathematically eliminated. Is right. You know, it just it doesn't feel like we ever have a chance because these engineered teams are, are so powerful. But I'm happy for you guys. You have a good, you know, the pro- – one of the things that's frustrating, well, fortunately, you're in the East and we're in the West, so there's not a natural rivalry for basketball between Minnesota and right. Wisconsin. But the reason that it's easy to cheer for the Bucks is because your players are all so darn likable. Well, that's part of it, too. I mean, is the fact that you've got a pretty likable team. Now, the one thing I will say is that Giannis, uh, I know he's been very outspoken when he says that, you know, I want to make sure that the team has a commitment to me. It's not about the money. And I said, well, look, when you're getting $20 million a year in a SU contract, you signed a Supermax, you're sitting on over $450 million made so far in the NBA. It's (laughs) easy to say it's not about the money. Don't sign the damn contract and leave some money on the table. It's the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Well, it's not about the money. I, I don't. No, that's not right. I don't need to be the highest paid player. Well, wait a minute. It's 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 three years, one hundred and fifty million dollars. Do the math. You know. I mean, yeah, you're strapping it. No, it's not about that. You know, had he been the Tom Brady esque player and quit saying it's not about the money and actually put his lack of money where his mouth was, this team might have ended up a little bit different with a couple more players. So. You know, that's a that's a whole other rabbit hole to climb down. You know what I mean? Yeah, no kidding. But um, fast forward to uh, May, June, we're going to be right. talking about the Bucks. Yeah. 
So let's let's start with a couple of things. And I, I got an email this morning that said, ask Charge, with so many players going down in the running back position, what do you start mm-hmm. doing and you start looking for players? Because Saquon Barkley is down. Aaron Jones has been down. And all these guys that weren't important are suddenly important to the way these offenses operate. So when you start to see this, what do you what is your inclination? What do you start doing? Well, um, everybody's everybody's jammed up at running back. So there's no good ones left, uh, and the one you know the ones that are healthy. There's about four good, reliable running backs who are healthy and producing, and that's it. Uh, you know, all the rest are either hurt or they're just underwhelming to this point. The best thing you can do is stay on top. Be a really active owner who's staying on top of injury situations and opportunities to get better. And you gotta you gotta play for the future a little bit. Um, one example. Uh, Raheem Mostert right now is the highest scoring fantasy running back right now, but Raheem Mostert gets gets hurt all the time. So next guy up, the now really uh, rebranded Devon Achan would be next guy up. But you know they've always used a, a rotation of backs. So I'm going through my leagues right now, and I'm trying to find uh, if there's room to pick up Jeff Wilson because Jeff Wilson's coming off IR next week. And then I want part of the Miami offense. And if Raheem, if Raheem Mostert's going to go down at some point, he always does, then, you know, he'd be a guy that could get some runs. I'll give you another one. Mm-hmm. And this guy's rostered, but you could just go get him. Derrick Henry's kind of cooked. And, you know, uh, let's talk about Henry for a second, then I'll get, to, I'll get to the young running back I think you want to focus on. Henry's carried the ball 51 times, Bill. He has five mm-hmm. broken tackles five in 51 that's it in pro football focuses elusiveness rating only four starting running backs are rated lower than derrick henry his yards over expectation are zero and now we get to the crux of this conversation tajay spears he has the third highest yards over expectation behind christian mccaffrey and Bijan robinson tajay spears is averaging seven yards per carry and last week, in Tennessee's loss to Cleveland, Derrick Henry was on the field for 11 snaps. Tajay Spears, 33 snaps. So these are the kinds of moves that you, if you know, in the in the wasteland that is the running back position, going and getting a guy like Tajay Spears, who everything looks like it's trending towards him being having a more and more impact as the season goes on. That's the kind of moves you have to be thinking ahead about and gambling on. So, uh, okay, I got a couple other questions here. This one was uh, I picked up Zach Moss, and he's been a savior, and that is from Chris. But the other question is when you got a guy like – and this is from Mark who says, I have Christian Watson, been waiting for him to get on the field, but with this nagging type of injury, do I consider then selling him off and looking for someone someone elsewhere? Well, no, we're not going to sell off Christian Watson after you just slogged through three straight deactivations, and now – he goes up in a very favorable matchup. Detroit is out. They're one of their starting cornerbacks, Emmanuel Mosley, is expected to miss this game. Their slot cornerback hybrid safety guy, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, is on IR. And the cornerbacks they do have, Jerry Jacobs and Cameron Sutton, are getting roasted. Those two players alone are giving up 134 yards per game in their coverage. Just those two guys. So this feels like a green light for Christian Watson. And you know this better than anybody, Bill. The Packers are as cautious as any team in returning players from injury. And it's so smart. And I, I wish more teams did it. 
they don't just throw out guys and hope they don't re-injure. They, uh, they go the extra mile. So when Christian Watson hits the field, I feel more confident with him as a Packer hitting the field than I would for any other team. Uh, this one is from uh, Chris, who says, Joe Burrow really hasn't given me anything. My backup is Hodge. Do I go with him? Who's Hodge? Hodge? Hodge, I think Hodge. he means the kid. I think he means the kid out of Arizona. Oh well, that well maybe that could be the case. Um, but I don't I don't know if that's I don't know what he's talking about to be honest. Hodge? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know. Who he's uh, yeah, Joshua Dobbs. Do you think he's is he talking about Josh? Maybe Dobbs? Me, maybe, maybe he means Dobbs because I think Joshua Dobbs is probably the guy he's talking about. There is no Hodge in yeah, the league. Howell? There's a Howell. So you know, look, he's, <laughs> no, we'll it's go Josh Dobbs. Dobbs against. It's Josh Dobbs against San Francisco. You're not. You, there's right. no scenario in which you're doing that. So no, we're not. We're not going there. A uh, couple other things I wanted to get to, Charge, when we sit here and talk about some of the other topics you have, and you got my. my we already talked about Miami and what they're doing. I mean, is there because they've got a matchup this weekend coming up against Buffalo, and Buffalo's defense is getting better. But God, that if they get Waddle back, I mean, do you just take anybody on Miami at this point because of the way not only that they're playing, but the way that they're scheming? Because I don't think I think bringing Waddle back, while it may hurt Tariq Hill's numbers here and there, I think it only opens things up on the field for both of those guys. Yeah, for sure. And Waddle's an app. You know, they're all anybody who's a starter is a is a is a lock every week. You're going to start all of the Miami starters every week. Um, right. The bigger question is the player we referred to earlier, uh, Devon Achan, who is scored four touchdowns last week, right? So, you know, totally out of the blue. Nobody really saw that coming. Do you start him against Buffalo this week? Bill, chasing box scores is a rookie fantasy move. We don't do that here. And the Dolphins rolling up 70 on the hapless Broncos was an empty calorie box score for Miami's backups. You know, Achan is still the backup to Raheem Mostert, who looks amazing. And going from Denver's run defense to the Bills' run defense is a massive delta. The Bills are way, way better. It's a little bit unfair. But looking at, at Buffalo's run defense, they've had one big run against them. It was Brees Hall in the season opener. Other than that, they're giving up 64 rushing yards per game and 3.9 yards per carry, including holding Josh Jacobs to negative two yards a couple weeks ago. So. This is a tricky spot, and I Devon Achain is my number thirty ranked running back this week. So I, it, yeah, probably start him, but not automatically start Devon Achain. Uh, Matt says that I have Derek Carr in fantasy as my starter. I'm probably not going to start him because of the shoulder issue. Would I go with Matthew Stafford or Baker Mayfield? Well, that's I've a stable Matthew- of crap, isn't it? <laughs> um that has wow. been really good he's I, I think Stafford's one of the great stories of this year you know the way he has powered that Rams offense in a fashion that we did not think was going to be capable uh without uh Cooper Cup I I think he's done great and the Colts are the opponent this week they're allowing the third most passing yards per game they've given up multiple passing scores in two of the first three games I I still I love Cur- uh, Matthew Stafford here. he's my number seven ranked quarterback for the week here, here's another question because you got talent over in New York with the Jets, but can yeah, you well, even think about hanging on to that at this point? Because th- there's no offense; it's terrible. And I don't care if you bring in Trevor Simeon, which they, you know, Trevor Simeon. Come on, that's not even a a, a likable no. deal. 
So no. can you even hang on to those guys at this point? So, by the way, the answer, I'm gonna side, I'm going to pivot for just a second for the Jets. Everybody's talking about Kirk Cousins going to the Jets, but it's not very realistic to uh, two or three different ways, um, including the fact that the Jets' first and second round picks are locked up because of your te- the deal that they made with your team. So the better answer for the Jets is to go get a different quarterback from a winless team that's already effectively eliminated for this year and needs to go to their starting quarterback. And that's Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton looked very capable last week when he needed to start for the Panthers. He just threw, he had the most passes in any game of his entire career last week. Dude's been in the league like 12 years. Dalton can, as, can still is a functional quarterback, unlike Zach Wilson, who was never meant to be on a football field again for the rest of his life. That's the move they should go make, and Dalton wouldn't cost him that much. You know, he's, he costs you what, like a, I don't know, even with the no leverage the Jets have got, he might cost them a third-round pick, something like that, and they can go salvage their season. That's the answer, I think. But mm-hmm. to get back to your bigger question, can you start any of the Jets, even the good ones, like Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall? And it's not obvious. It's a, it, this is a, these are tough spots right now. Let's talk about Brees Hall for a second. Um, he was the guy who had that the long run against Buffalo, 83-yard run against Buffalo that I alluded to earlier. Other than that run, he's averaging 2.8 yards per carry. And it's not that he's not good. Brees Hall's great. Get this, Bill. Brees Hall in the season has 153 rushing yards and 157 rushing yards after contact. Hmm. Wow. Unbelievable that yeah. he can have more yards after contact than he has rushing yards. That's Considering a little Derrick help Henry he's can't getting. break a tackle. That's amazing. He's uh, you know, it's it's just it's astounding. He's at, he leads the league in yards after contact, four yards uh, per, four yards per carry after contact. But he's getting hit behind the line of scrimmage because every team just they just stack the run. They play to stop Brees Hall because Zach Wilson's going to give the game away, and he does. So it's a huge problem and a bad matchup this week with uh, with the Chiefs, unfortunately, giving up the eighth fewest total yards to opposing running backs. They just shut down Travis Etienne, Drew Herbert. So Brees Hall's in a bad spot right now. Real quick before I let you go, what do you expect tonight if there's a couple of plays you want to make? Um, Amon Ross St. Brown might be the most underrated receiver in the league. I, I think he's fantastic. Your team – his, uh, you know, you'll, he'll get a lot of coverage from Keyshawn Nixon, who right now is allowing the third worst passer rating in his coverage. 131 is the passer rating on balls thrown at Keyshawn Nixon. So I think we're sitting on a big Amon Ross St. Brown game. Now he doesn't. He's not a guy that they they don't they don't stretch the field with him very often. So it's just gonna it's gonna be a lot of volume to Amon Ross St. Brown, and then hope he's super slippery, hope and strong after the catch. Hope he can break a tackle and, and break a long one. So there's that, um, that part of it. I already told you I really like Watson and Aaron Jones. I mean, can we put? Can we just put an end to the, the whole AJ Dillon charade that this team has been on for three years? He's just not good, Bill. Right. You know, Aaron. This the the running game and a lot of the passing game needs to go through Aaron Jones because he's special. He's one of the ten best backs in the league. And every time you need anything from 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 AJ Dillon. Guy can't create a yard on his own before or after the the tackle. It's just it's super frustrating. I'm done. You know, situations like last week where you just need him to go be a guy that steps up when you need him to carry the ball. 
you know, 18 times. Go put up 18 times at 100 yards, and he can't do it, and he never does in those scenarios. Ah. Char- Charge, always great. I know you got to run, but good stuff, and we'll talk again next week. And uh, and I'm, I only got one other league that I'm left in, so, <laughs> so it's not a good time for me right now. So. Right. Appreciate it, pal. Deal, we'll talk to you man. soon. Talk to you later. Thanks, bye. Talk to you later. There you go. That's our buddy Paul Charchi and joining us for a couple of minutes. On the hotline, we're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We've got a lot more to get to. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9 30, 2023. Good to have you back. The Bill Michael Show. We uh, continue on. If you're watching on the live stream, I apologize. I have been working on this thing throughout. So if it sounds like we've been a little distracted today, it's because we have been. I apologize. Kind of a one-man band sometimes when you're in your own studio and uh, you're trying to figure things out and you're trying to do 40 things at once. So I apologize for all of that. But uh, that being said, uh, great stuff from Paul Charchian. Packers with a big matchup coming up tonight uh, at Lambeau Field, and we're going to be there. Don't forget, we're going to be at Burkle's one block over uh, after the ball game. Come on over to Burkle's and say hi. We should have a lot of fun tonight. Hopefully, we're talking about a Packers victory. God knows the place was just wired when the Packers won against the Saints on Sunday. So uh, we're looking for a good crowd on the air till midnight tonight. We go on immediately following the contest. So don't forget, it's the Green and Gold Post Game Show tonight on many of these same stations. And if it's not, make sure you download WOZN, the Zone Madison app, the Zone Madison app, or, and hopefully everything's up and running uh, here shortly, but uh, our friends over on YouTube and Twitch TV and Kick TV and such, and uh, on Facebook and Instagram, you can track us down in that particular sense as well. Um the uh, I was going over, and, you know, again, we're talking football today because the Packers play today. Uh, but this is uh, 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 an article that was written uh, out of Yahoo today, and the title of it is The Time is Now for the Lions to Shake Their Packers-Induced PTSD. And the last time the Detroit Lions played at Lambeau Field, they, uh, you know, it, it, they knew it was a game uh, by some definition, somewhat meaningless, but on the other hand, they took the Packers to task. They won 20-16. to 16. The Lions' effort was fueled in part because they're pros, but in part because they wanted to keep their rivals from the playoffs, and in part because uh, it sent the Packers reeling. 
And uh, it then helped push Aaron Rodgers out of town after his comments of we shouldn't have lost to that team earlier that season. In other words, they started, they jump-started the Jordan Love era. And perhaps Detroit returns to Green Bay tonight in the battle of two-and-one teams, and it's the first real chance for Jordan Love to prove himself. And can he live up to an elite, you know, kind of lineage? And can he, can he own the division? Can he at least keep the pack competitive? On the other hand, it is time for Detroit to kind of step up and do their thing. And Green Bay won an absurd 66.7% of the intradivisional games from 2002 through 2022. That is a 30-11-1 mark against the Bears, 29-13 record against the Lions, and a slightly more modest 25-16-1 record against the Vikings. Think about that. Tom Brady, in his heyday, winning the AFC uh, E 17 of 19 times, Brady himself went 86-22 and 22 against the division while in Foxborough. The thing is, when Brady left for Tampa Bay, uh, the Patriots didn't just install another Tom Brady on the way to, you know, the way the Green Bay did with, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers after Brett Favre, and the Pats haven't won the division since. In 2021, Brady, for good measure, went 4-0 against the AFC East as uh, as a Buccaneer. So you can understand why Green Bay, the PTSD has happened for Detroit and everybody else in the division because just when you think you can finally get out from underneath their shadow, then they beat you again. And so it begins. Love is already 1-0 in the division after throwing three touchdowns to help the Packers be- beat the Bears. Detroit should be. Uh, the top dog. It was the Lions, despite having never won the NFC North, who were the preseason betting favorite to take the division, part of why the Lions became a popular Super Bowl pick, despite not having won a playoff game in over three decades because the NFC North has, you know, been so locked up by the Packers. Uh, the Bears looked bad. The Vikings were questionable. And Green Bay, somewhat of a mystery at the beginning of the season. Now, Love is less of a mystery now not a finished product by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, certainly not as good on paper as the Lions' Jared Goff, but he hasn't been terrible. And it's still early, but he hasn't been terrible. And, uh, the, you know, that's part of what makes this game tonight uh, carries a little more, as they call it, neighborhood meaning than at first glance. Detroit, just like its last visit, trying to make it clear that today is a new day. And Jordan Love looking to prove that he can help carry the past into the future, and the division still runs through Green Bay. So that's why many are looking at this game tonight between these two teams and this particular matchup uh, as an important uh, piece of the puzzle in all of this. Um, because, you know, you are, if you're, <laughs> if you're the Packers, man, you are, you are looking to, uh, to, to kind of keep it all, keep it all alive. So. That's the way things shake down, at least in many eyes coming up tonight. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. And a Quick Trip, they've got bread on sale right now, 99 cents a loaf. But God love Quick Trip. I know a lot of us are going to be heading up to Lambeau tonight. And whether you're stopping there to pick up some tailgate supplies or maybe you're heading to 
uh, quick trip just to be able to get some things to bring home. Maybe the take-home meals or maybe you're loading up your own beer cave at the house or bringing home some things to grill out on your own, uh, you know, kind of home site, homestead tailgate party tonight. Make sure you stop in and check out our friends over there at Quick Trip. And don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card. The bread's on sale. They've got all the basics, but you can also get registered. They're giving away a brand-new Chevy pickup as well. And uh, so, so many things going on over a quick trip. No reason not to stop in and tell them we said hi. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Buckle up, it's all systems go at Potawatomi. Plug in to high wattage play and you could win an all electric BMW i7. Play now through September with your club card. Prize drawings on Thursdays. There's a shocking $800,000 in total prizes on the line, including the luxury BMW i7. It's time to electrify your drive. Only at Potawatomi Casino Hotel. More info at paysbig.com slash BMW. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Good to have you back. The Michael Show. We continue on. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the Four Seasons Island Resort. And to get a hold of our girl Barb over there. She's, uh, she, she was, actually I was a little scared because I thought she was going to retire and she's not, which is awesome. So uh, she decided to stay on and uh, she's going to stick around a few more years and hang out, which is great. Get a hold of Barb at uh, the4seasonswisconsin.com, fourseasonswisconsin.com. And uh, tell them you heard it here, uh, Michael's 15. They've got so many good things up there on the Muscano Island, uh, which uh, the resort is still open. The golf is still being played. Uh, the UTV and ATV trails are still open. So much fun stuff up there. And then come the wintertime, uh, you know, things to do, and that is snowmobiling season. And they get a ton of snow up there, and you can start bringing the sleds up as soon as uh, the powder starts to fall. And then you can go over to Pine Mountain and start skiing. You can still run the snowmobiles. You can still head over to the Boundary Water Sports Bar and Grill. The Diamond Room is open and great food, and that's a terrific restaurant. The Upstairs Lounge, the pool, the sauna, the spa. I mean, I can go on and on. It's a great place and a great getaway. I think in a few weeks we're going to head up in that direction, as a matter of fact. But give them a shout and get a hold of our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. Let's go back to the phone calls. Talk to our buddy Larry listening to us in Eau Claire. Larry, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Oh, man, I am just great. What a beautiful fall day. I'm out here on the golf course. I'm going to get ready to start teeing off. But I just had to call you guys. You know, I'm an old man. I'm 69 years old, but I still feel like I'm 29. And uh, I've been through all these days with the Packers. I went through the great days in the 60s, man. You couldn't beat that with Bart Starr and Fuzzy Thurston, Jerry Kramer and Ray Nitschke and Mm -hmm. Willie Wood and blah, blah, blah. And then I suffered through those 70s years that were terrible. And then I, I got in with, with uh, in fact, Lynn Dickey was a good friend of mine. And those were pretty fun years, but they still couldn't get it done. Right. And then we hit Brett Favre, and everything took off from there. And then Rogers, and now we're in a new era with love. And everyone needs to just be so proud of the athletics that are in this state. Man, think about it. We got the Bucks, uh 
three years ago winning. We got the Packers that have won a couple in the last 20 years. We've got the Brewers just making it again. You know, they might not do it, but doing it, it makes you just, it gives you a positivity here. And when I hear people start getting negative, I'm like, man, you guys, you just, what other state in this country produces winners like we do? Even we might not win at all, but we're there all the time. And it, we just got to be so positive about this stuff. And I'll tell you what, beginning of the year, I'm like, I don't think Jordan Love can do what Favre and, and Rogers and Bart Starr did. But you know something? He's given me a lot of hope. Yeah. <laughs> he's, growing, he's growing every game. Every one of these players, this is a young team. They're growing every game. They might not win tonight, but I'll tell you what, I bet you they give them a hell of a game. So uh, I just, let's hope I they just do. want to say, guys, feel positive about this stuff. And Bill, I'm going to catch up with you one of these days. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna. We're, I'm going to catch up and have a beer with you somewhere along when you're uh, when you're up uh, there in Rice Lake or or Eau Claire or Chippewa yeah. or something. Then I'll yeah. do that in a heartbeat, man. Uh, beer is beer. It's all wet and cold and good. I'll, I'll take that in a heartbeat. You bet. Yeah, Appreciate the phone that. call. Absolutely. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670 and uh you know i get it because you need to look at the big picture you want to stand back and you want to say how good are the teams how good is the state that that we live in there's a lot of optimism for what's going to go on with the badgers in years to come with luke fickle and obviously there's going to be optimism when they come back in a week uh after saturday to to get back on the field okay packers Still a little bit of an unknown, but there's a ton of pride there, and Packers fandomonium is is worldwide. We all know that. The fact that the Brewers are back in the postseason, they have won now 89 games this season with still uh, more than a few to play. So uh, it gives you optimism for a 90-plus win season. Uh, they're already – they've already clinched the division. They're heading to the postseason. So, again, optimism. The Bucs, uh, the Bucs are coming off of a championship from a few years back, and now they've picked up one of the biggest names – in the NBA to go alongside Giannis and whether it's the dynamic duo or a truly powerful trio, you've got some true optimism again in Bucks land. So I agree. There's a lot to look forward to the admirals. I'll go to as far as to take it to the admirals. We've got good baseball in the state of Wisconsin, not just in the Brewers organization, but you had the Milwaukee milkmen make it to the postseason. You had a lot of good baseball in the Northwoods league this year. I mean, you can continue on and on and on. There's a lot of good things to say we've got positivity in this state. Overall, absolutely. I think we all know, though, at the beginning of the season, of every season, it's the expectation for uh, the hoisting of a trophy on the continuum. And you want to see the Brewers win. You want to see the Brewers. And this whole thing about doing it for Euchre, I, I just want to see them do it for the city that has supported them, that has been there. You know, this it's since the Braves left, it has been a lot of bad baseball. And it wasn't until recent that it's been pretty good baseball. And they got right there on the cusp in 1982, as we all know. We all know. But I think the city for not only the, the city, the five counties, the state, yada, yada, for building the facility, for, for backing this team, not wanting to lose them. Not wanting to lose them because we love baseball. It's a football state. I get it, but we all love baseball. If anything, win it for the fans. I mean, you want to win it for yourself. You want to be a champion. You want to ring, all that kind of stuff. But for this city, for this state that has supported this franchise through and through, I mean, you know, come on. So I, I 
I, I agree. I agree. Uh, 877-867-1670. Let's go to Brian listening to us in Nina. Brian, how you doing today, man? What's up? Doing fantastic, Bill. Hey, I just wanted to throw a little something in there about A.J. Dillon. Um, and next time you have one of your experts on, you know, kind of curious what they think. Um, when he came in, if you recall, we did a lot more stuff under center. And I was watching the game, and the couple of runs that he had that were actually under center, boy, he hit the line, and, and he had some, some speed built up, and he had some momentum, and he just looked different on those particular carries. Like, like they just, you know, in the pistol, he couldn't really get that kind of speed going and stuff. I think a lot of what's happening with A.J. Dillon is the fact that because he's starting from a standstill and he doesn't have the quickness, that it's just killing him because the defenders are meeting at the quarterback already because he's in shotgun. And by the time he gets the ball, they're already halfway to him. He doesn't have the kind of juking and stuff like that that, you know, that 33 does. He can't get out of there. He needs to be in motion going to the line where maybe his weight and his size is something of an asset. Um, mm-hmm. To me, I, I still think he's lost a step and he's not nearly the back that, you know, Aaron Jones is. But if they would just get under center more often, it would increase his output, I think, at least by double. That, that's I appreciate. No, I, I, I get it. I, I've always said he needs to get ahead of steam downhill for him to really get going. The problem that I've seen is, is that that initial step, that quickness step, is, is, it, it just, it looks slow. Brian, it just looks slow. It looks like he's just lost that step and that that burst of quickness early on, from the time the ball is snapped whether it's coming out of the shotgun or coming out of, you know, under center. And I get you with under center, you want to get ahead of steam. But he just looks like he just lost that burst, that 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 step that gets you into the hole before the hole starts to close. There's that that little pop. And you it's just very noticeable, like when you have uh, Aaron Jones on the field versus A.J. Dillon on the field. Appreciate the phone call, though. Uh, and, and I agree with you. I like to see him under center a lot more often. It creates a lot more... Um, things to think about, I guess, is the best way to put it for the defense. So I, I agree, but they, uh, at least in shotgun lately, if you haven't noticed, it's not a lot of empty backfield. Bill, I don't think A.J. Dillon is an amazing running back. I think he's better than this, and I think part of the problem is he's not trusting what he sees. I don't think he has confidence in what he's reading in front of him. You know what I mean? And right, I, right. I think in basketball, you know, we talk about if, if you can just see the ball go through the hoop one or two times, get that confidence back, start to feel it. I bet running back is similar. He just needs to have a game where he trusts and he feels confident in, in where his eyes are taking him. I, I, I honestly think that's part of the problem, too. He doesn't trust yeah. what he's seeing and what's in front of him. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that 100%. I, I, he, I think he's starting to stutter step. He's hopping a lot, hoping a lot. Uh, I would agree with that 100%. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We still got more to get to. Also, don't forget, coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk with Tyler Dunn and Rob Reichel. Both guys going to be at the game tonight. We'll get their uh, thoughts as uh, we start to pick their brain as what the Packers do this evening and carry it over to into tomorrow. So look for tomorrow to wrap things up. Good stuff there. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show.
on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show. I got uh, my final segment here that I'm going to be uh, packing things up. I got to get off to Lambeau Field. We're going to be uh, coming up tonight. We're going to be at Burkle's one block south, and we're going to be hanging out over there, uh, which is our home now for the Green and Gold postgame show. So if you're going to be out and about up at Lambeau Field, and you want to come by and say hello. We're there till midnight tonight. Come on by. Uh, John says, I heard you say on 1670 you're heading up to Lambeau but didn't catch the location. I'm a big fan. Uh, would love to come by as a Vietnam vet, the pregame, along with uh, my son, LCDR Max Hofer, uh, out of the Navy. Uh, he said, hope to catch you up there. John Doc Hofer. So good stuff. Uh, yes, we are going to be, uh, by the way, Lieutenant Colonel. Nice. Uh, we're going to be at uh, Burkle's, one block over from Lambeau Field, just uh, beyond, just right behind Stadium View is where you can find us. That's where we're going to be. There's no way this is the same guy. Is it really? Is Radio Joe Zenzola on hold? Joe, how you doing? What's going on, big unit? Oh, my God. Are you, now, where are you? Um, I am in downtown Madison right now, just driving through campus. Uh, I just finished around out at University Ridge this morning, so nice. It's my off shoot? day today. I uh, shot a ninety. I uh, I came two inches away from another hole in one. Really? Wow. Well, you know, I guess they say keep plugging away. Now you say another one. You had one, right? You because uh, I think I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, I had one back in May down in Florida. Oh, first, nice! First one ever. Night. Yeah, I've never had one, so you're, you're one up on me. I don't know what that feeling is like. I've had a couple of them that have tapped the pin and rolled away, but that's been the extent of it for my golf career, so I have yet to have one. How you been, man? I've been, I've been good. How have you been? How's the network? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm sitting here working and uh, getting ready to turn things over to Grant Bills and uh, then head north up to Lambeau and do my normal thing and... You know, I miss uh, I miss uh, kind of working with the gang and such, but you know, hey, uh, things are things are turning out okay, and things are good for you, right? Yeah, everything's good. The car business is good. I'm selling cars at John Amato Hyundai in Menominee Falls. So if you're looking Excellent. for a Hyundai, just uh, you know, find me. I'm on social media. I'm everywhere. So just message me, and there you maybe go. I can get you in a car. Got good deals. But no, I, I mean everything. <laughs> awesome. Every everything is good. It's. It's weird that I've been out of radio now like two and a half years, Bill. I mean, it's just funny how fast time yeah, goes. I know. It's just, it's strange. I it was, it. We, yeah, I know. We were just talking the other day about uh, about uh, the old place. I was, uh, as a matter of fact, a blast from the past. Not that anybody out there listening is going to care, but Brian Pierce. I was talking to Brian Pierce the other day and uh, chatting <laughs> about some of the old days. So, yeah, good stuff, man. Well, I'm glad you're doing well, pal. Anything else? Uh. I don't know. Go pack. Uh, I'm happy. <laughs> I am just ecstatic that Damian Lillard is a Milwaukee Buck. I right. never thought in a million years we'd have two superstars in Milwaukee, but it kind of just is sort of a big blank you to the rest of the big markets that have kind of rubbed it in our face over the years when, you know, they've had their super teams. And I mean, really, we, sh- we, we, we Got to win at least one championship with this duo. There's no excuse yeah. for it. I'm, yep. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited about that, Bill. Um, it is just, it's 
one of the great trades in Wisconsin sports history, and let's hope it pays off. Yep, it was thought that Toronto or Miami, the two teams most people thought that they would go, uh, that he would go to, would uh, grab him. But man, I, I Milwaukee emerged, man, huge, huge, huge news. So I, I agree with you. I'm excited about it, and uh, the fact that. Kristen took a job with a, a company that, that has a suite inside the Pfizer form. I'm even more giddy now. So it looks like I'm going to go a lot more Bucks games this year. Yeah. How's Rachel doing real quick? Oh, Rachel's great. Yeah. She's uh, doing really well at Northwestern Mutual. Um, we uh, moved into our new house in Muskego back in February. So, um, yeah, she's great. House is good. Everything, everything is awesome. Life is good, man. Life is good. Awesome. Good stuff. Buddy, I'll talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I'll try not to be a stranger. Okay. <laughs> Talk to you later. There you go. That's uh, Radio Joe Zenzola, who I have not talked to a lot, really, since uh, since I left uh, for the brief retirement phase of my career. So, interesting stuff. Talk about blast from the past. Holy mackerel. Radio Joe's still playing a lot of golf. That hasn't changed. He does. He does. I see him on Facebook, and if he's not working, he's golfing. And I think if he could make a living at golfing, that's what he, what he does. So he's he's the fanatic. So no doubt about it. But playing University Ridge. Uh, man, it, now, what's the weather like in Madison? Because here it's still cloudy and kind of dreary. It's not raining, but it's certainly not dried up by any stretch. Cloudy and dreary. But, you know, Joe will push through that. Joe would golf in a foot of snow if the courses right. would let him. So I doubt that slowed him down. But, yeah, it's just kind of a crummy day. Yep. Yep. No doubt. Um, what, so coming up later, uh, coming up tomorrow, by the way, as I mentioned, Tyler Dunn's going to join us. Also, we're going to have Rob Reichel, uh, going to be joining us tomorrow on the program. We're going to talk and break down what we see tonight at Lambeau field. And, uh, we got anybody else on hold grant before I get out of here? Nope. I don't want to leave anybody hanging. You got to all your business. You took care of everything in just three hours. It's impressive. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So you've got another hour yet to go. What do you got coming up? Uh, I'm going to talk probably more about the Damian Lillard thing, and then the last half hour probably be Packers-Lions. Everyone feels real optimistic about this game. Everyone who called my show last night loves the Packers' chances tonight, so we'll dig deeper into that. I took the Lions. When we did our picks last night, I took the Lions, and I took the Lions because I just think top to bottom they're probably a more fortified team. The fact that the left side of the offensive line for the Packers is not going to be there, that could be somewhat detrimental obviously with Aiden Hutchinson and, and what he brings to the table. But the fact that they can stuff the run and you don't know how Aaron Jones is going to be, you don't know how Christian Watson's going to be, you don't know how they're going to put them in, and the fact that the Packers have shot themselves in the foot so many times with pre-snap penalties and their own committed errors, I want to see a clean game from them. If they clean that up, I believe the Packers can win the game. But uh, I, th- there's two sides to all of this. I'm excited to see the Packers – in another divisional game and a home game, trying to keep home home field advantage, so to speak, I'm excited to see them try to take the top spot in the NFC North. Uh, I'm also excited to see, as I was listening to many programs this morning, to, and this is the Lions' opportunity, as I read you a little bit earlier from that article out of Yahoo Sports, this is the Lions' opportunity to say the PTSD is gone. We're coming in. We're going to clean house. We're going to knock you out, and we're going to say this is now our house, and you're going to have to. It's going to have to come through Ford Field. This is their opportunity to do so. So, uh, there's two dramatically different storylines going into tonight's game, and that's what I'm excited about. What are the keys for you uh, for tonight? Ooh, the keys to the game. That's a good yeah. question. Uh, can you tackle Jameer Gibbs in space? I, I think that's right? a big one because I I think they can do enough to bother Jared Goff. 
and to to mitigate the passing game, even if I don't love the Packers secondary. But if they can't tackle Jameer Gibbs, who very similar to B. John Robinson, great college running back, top 10 pick. If they can't tackle him and Gibbs is going to be able to run for six, seven yards a carry, I, I just don't think it's a game they can win. Yeah, I I would agree. They got to be able to stop the run. Uh, and they got to be able to stop the run better even than what they have. And hopefully whatever it is they learned as they had, you know, you heard Mike Clemens there talking about whatever it is they learned from the uh, game against Atlanta, hopefully that gets multiplied in this contest. And I, I'm also excited if Jair comes back. If Jair Alexander is back, uh, like I said before, I want to see how he's used. Uh, I'm really I want to see if they put him on Amra St. Brown or if it's this the philosophical Joe Barry of we're going to play this zone coverage, it's going to be soft, it's keeping it in front of you, shift your spaces and all that kind of stuff. And then if it doesn't work, how quickly things then turn around for him to make the adjustment and say, okay, let's go back to playing a lot of lot of press coverage. So, um, so I'm waiting to see on that tonight as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, before we get out of here, got to say thanks to our friends at Point Brewing up in Stevens Point. I know their Oktoberfest is going on right now. Uh, as a matter of fact, I saw Bill Schroeder from the Brewers broadcast was up there the other day and uh, getting, a, getting a grand tour of things. But uh, don't forget, if you're heading up to, uh, say, to Lambeau tonight, you're going to stop off somewhere, grab yourself a pack of Point. Pack of Point! Good stuff. Uh, and they've been brewing it a long time up in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Tonight we will be live. We'll be at Burkle's immediately following the game. I'm going to kind of get out of here. Grant Bills is going to take you the rest of the way. But tonight at Burkle's, uh, starting after the contest at 10 to midnight, we're going to be there with the Green and Gold postgame show. And uh, video-wise, should be back up and running. I, I think we've got a few things, at least patchworked, figured out. But uh, but we'll be uh, up there this evening. So And you should be able to watch the game, uh, watch the postgame show on YouTube, listen to it on the Zone Madison app, and on many of these fine affiliates. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. Grant's going to take you the rest of the way. Until then, have a go. Boop.